What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marvel Rewind here on Apocalypse Movies, as we are here every single week talking what if on the channel uh, at a different time, a different day. Uh, and today, and on this episode, it is myself, Jake Berlin. I am your host for today. I am joined by the other Jake on the channel, Mr. <laughs> Jacob Bartley. What's going on, my dude? Not much, man. You know, my only my family calls me Jake, which is cool because at least our at least our friends can differentiate between you and I. So I didn't, <laughs> so I didn't know, I didn't know you actually went by Jake. I thought it was just yeah. Jake. Oh, well, I never even asked them to. They just like you know how families do. They kind of they decide they're gonna give you a nickname on their own. So well, like, I mean, for those who don't, I mean, my full name is Jacob. So my family literally called yeah. me Jake. So it makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. But at least people know the difference when, when they're listening to audio or something. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, I'm excited to talk. I'm bummed I missed uh, the last episode, but I I'm so glad I got to talk about this one for multiple reasons. But you know how much I love Tony Stark. So yeah, and it's one. a very interesting episode. Uh, this is. This is the farthest back we've gone in the MCU because basically, yeah, so true. so the episode itself is titled "What If Killmonger Rescued Tony Stark," um, and it's essentially set during the timeline of Iron Man One, which was the very first year of the MCU. Yes, uh, two thousand and eight. Uh, we're currently set in like twenty twenty three inside the MCU, <laughs> a little ahead of us because of the time jump. Yeah. Um, and so we get to see a whole string of events that take place from uh, the moment that Tony Stark was overseas and in this universe he got rescued all the way up until what kind of felt like the timeline of Black Panther but wasn't quite far that far in the future. Um, it, it was a little little in the past, well, but almost felt well, like a good way to gauge it is look at Sherry. She was exactly she was younger. younger. And, yep. and I, I would gauge probably like what you would say five to eight years. Yeah, Black I, I was thinking like seven years. Okay, seven yeah. Years. yeah. So it was probably set around like the 2010, 2011 range in real time. Um, because she was she had to be like what eight, nine years old. Yeah, and we old. don't know how much time passed between the time Killmonger saves Tony and then by the time he gets to Wakanda, you know? Yeah. Could have been a year. Who knows? And it was enough time for T'Challa to actually be Black Panther at that time, too. So exactly, yeah. Um, which is, you know, which means he was actually Black Panther for quite a while. Uh, but anyway, that's that's getting too <laughs> far into it because we have a lot yeah. to talk about. Um just initial reaction to the episode. It was a jam-packed episode with a lot of stuff. It moved very, very quickly. But Jacob, just kind of reactions as the episode ended, what kind of went through your head? Wow. So it's hard to choose favorites with this show because they're all kind of been amazing and on equal level playing field. But this has got to be up there for me just for the content that it covered. Uh, I It kind of combined, and we talked about this, like a lot of these movies, uh, these episodes have been focusing on one movie, right? And they yes. pull side things from other parts of the MCU. But this move, this episode kind of combined Black Panther and Iron Man, the, the, the movies, Very and much. showed us how all these events played out much, much differently. And I thought that was really cool because they are, as far as time goes, like they were very far apart from each other as MCU release dates go. And then just... They're very different from each other, too, as far as movies. So I just thought that was so cool. And I like this because we we probably never would have got the chance to see uh, Eric Killmonger and Tony Stark interact. So this episode is literally about them, too. So I just I was like just very glad. And I know it's not Robert Downey Jr. voicing him, 
but like to me it's still the character you know kevin feige is maneuvering everything so it's still our like this universe's version of our tony stark i guess if that makes sense <laughs> uh but yeah i was i was very satisfied with it i I do have a like. I feel like it ended really fast, though. It did, but a lot of these episodes have. Yeah, they've, they do. But other than of, that, like the Doctor Strange one, ending, just kind of like ended. I feel like they're like living us not on cliffhangers, but like. Well, they're they're. De I think it's a cliffhanger because I think something's gonna happen. For they are cliffhanger. They're not like direct cliffhangers, but they're like this isn't over yet. Basically, is how exactly. they all end. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I had a similar. I had a similar feeling towards it. Uh, I will say it's not one of my favorites. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about it, but I do like how it was crafted, uh, kind of combining two different movies that were extremely popular. Um, one of them kickstarted this whole thing that we, that we're watching now. And the other was kind of like a reinvention of what the MCU was in the middle of it being, oh, Black yeah. Panther. um, and it has a lot of story difference, uh, differentials compared to what we know, obviously a lot of cameos from a lot of different people inside this episode. There's a ton of characters I mean, I didn't expect to see you, uh, Claw in this episode That's at all. That's a good all. point, yeah. Um, obviously, the Wakanda we stuff Rhodey. is very Rhodey as well. Um, yeah. which is, and a lot of uh, voice talent that we know from the MCU did come back. John Favreau, Don Cheadle, etc. But no uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. You mentioned no Robert Downey Jr. Michael B. Jordan did come back to do Killmonger, which made sense. Uh, no uh, Jeff Bridges for Obadiah Stane, but pretty much everybody else. Kind I think, of and that was Chadwick too, right? I'm that was he Chadwick. did all the voice voice that work was, for T'Challa in this yeah, show. I, yeah, it was. From what I understand, minus Shuri because she's younger. Mm. Uh, all of Wakanda it wasn't, was the same. Uh, Letitia right? Yeah, yeah. Ev everyone was the same as far as the Wakanda storyline goes. But I, I, I want to ask you this, Jacob. Did this feel like? Did this feel like Eric Killmonger to you? Did this feel like things he would do from the character we know inside Black Panther the movie? Or did it feel a little different? So I could see why you're asking that. And I'm not sure how you feel about it. But by the time the episode ends, I did feel like it was him. Okay. Uh, and I'm wondering if you mean like the way he was acting or the kind of like what he was capable of. Because at first I was like wait a minute, he's like super techni technical smart, like Tony Stark, but he did go to MIT. They said that in Black Panther, Yep, that he went to MIT and he was yep. like an exceptional student and all that. And obviously an exceptional soldier. So it wasn't that far of a stretch. I was a little surprised he was like going toe to toe with Tony Stark in the lab, but I was cool with that. Um, and to me, it look, they played with, with audiences a little bit like one, there's up to a certain point you weren't sure if he was if he had good intentions or bad intentions right but i was like he's still the same guy like he's got to be up to no good yeah so uh, i feel like it was him but did you feel like it wasn't i felt a little different i so yes i i the mit thing yes 100 first of all i will say the timeline was weird for me because how old is Killmonger? Well, okay, so that is one thing I've been thinking about. Right, like, he looks exactly the same. Like him as and T'Challa both, but Shuri is like eight years younger than she is in the actual yeah. MCU. And, like, and it's not like they were. Look, I get it, but when and when you're thirty and forty, you don't look that much different, right? But they're they were probably in their young twenties to like early thirties. You know, like that's the difference, and you kind of look different during that time frame. So yeah. he looked exactly the same, except and, less scars on his body. That's it. But it almost looked like he had the same amount of scar. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I saw someone else on YouTube pointing it out that he had less scars. That makes sense because okay, okay. he does one for every person he kills. Yes, yes. Yeah, but um, but no, that is weird because he looks exactly the same. Because like you think about yeah. it, right? Like that moment in time, and obviously we're talking about different timelines, so we don't know what could happen in that specific timeline. But True. in real time MCU, Black Panther was 18, Iron Man was eight. That's a 10 year difference. 10 yeah. years and his me, hairstyle was me, the exact same you're telling me he went to mit and got all those kills in that short of a time come that's on that's a good point okay so no I'm gonna, i don't i just don't think they thought of that <laughs> i'll suspend my belief for a moment and i'll just talk about the episode it's just a little nitpick but i had a why i don't think eric killmonger I mean, maybe because he did do it in the Black Panther movie, and I get that. But I don't think he would have killed T'Challa that quickly. I I don't, because he didn't go after his father. He didn't go after Shuri. He didn't go after his mother. And I get that he was inside Wakanda at that point. But I felt like the killing of T'Challa in the episode was so effing sudden. Yeah, and I it get it. He, had, he killed him in Black Panther. But it was after the claim of the throne, etc., like kind of his hand being forced. Did it have to go down that way? So look, there's part of me that's like, I do not like seeing T'Challa die on screen just because the whole Chadwick thing. Yeah, but yeah, they did it to tell this story. And I get where you're coming from. I had the same thought initially, but I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, he had to do that because T'Challa saw what he was doing. He knew that T'Challa... Once T'Challa sees him, you know, the one who was behind everything, you know, T'Challa wasn't going to let him get away with that. So he needed, he used the death of T'Challa to spark a war between the United States and Wakanda. So they, he blamed the death of T'Challa on Rhodey. Yeah. And so that basically, I think his ultimate goal, well, other, he has a ton of goals, but one of his goals was to start a war between the U.S. and Wakanda because I think he wants to wipe the U.S. out. And now that he's has a high-ranking position in Wakanda, he can do that. He's he wanted. To put I mean, arguably, he's he's the he's now heir to the throne. Yeah, right? he's Black Panther, and that's what he wanted. So to me, like obviously, maybe he didn't want to kill his cousin. If he could have found a way to like manipulate T'Challa too, so they could all just be there in Wakanda together, but. Again, T'Challa is the heir to the throne. And what, is, what does Killmonger want? The, the throne. So I, I think it makes sense for his plan because he, said, like, he says at the end, I did what I had to do. And I think he was willing to do anything to accomplish his goal. Yeah, I just I it felt a little off to me. Like it, it didn't feel like the Killmonger that we were seeing in Black Panther. But again, this is a different timeline. Well, it's it's technically a different, different universe. Guy. It's... Yeah. it's so I have to I have to keep that in mind while I'm watching all this stuff. Uh, I, I do want to make one quick note. I feel super super bad for all of the Iron Man fans because they came into what if like oh my god like we get to see Iron Man again and in three straight weeks they've killed him. They've killed him in first of all oh, the wow. assassination episode he became a zombie and now he died again in this episode. That's a good point. They're like, like crapping Iron all Man over fans, him. man. It's like, and he died in the M like in the real MCU. Yeah, so. like they're just—it's literally shot after shot. Is he like Marvel's destined to like, die? <laughs> like, like, 
Like poor, poor fans. That's, like, what are they not going to kill Tony Stark? That's a right? good point. And I don't know how a spear to like the shoulder arm killed him in this, but that's... was it? Was it on this side? It was on this side. Yeah, because he was like this. He was like uh, trying to pull it out, and then he stuck it in deeper, and then it killed him. But who knows? Maybe maybe, the... maybe he stabbed him in a different direction. We didn't see or something. Yeah, anyway, they're died. not going to show that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, let's talk about uh. Let's talk about the Wakanda side of all this because this is very interesting. Um, and as we talked about, we, we don't know if this is ever going to come back. We, we yeah. don't know. Uh, but Wakanda was at a very, very different stage at this point compared to what it was in the movie, right? T'Challa's father, T'Chaka, is still alive. Um, sure, he's a little girl. And uh, we see the Dory Milaje. And like you said, Killmonger is now the Black Panther. But the big thing here is that the very end of the episode ended with Shuri being the really the only one that's on Killmonger's tail and understanding mm -hmm. what's happening uh, at the moment. He has a very high ranking position inside the king, the kingdom, excuse me. Um, and it almost feels like they're about to open their doors to the rest of the world, which is what happened at the end of Black Panther. Where do you think this goes? Because if this does come back at some point, do you think Wakanda goes to war with the U.S. like we actually see it happen? Or do you think that Killmonger, his plan gets rooted out by Shuri, and that's kind of where that story ends up going? That's a tough one because, you know, I'm sure Shuri and Pepper are smart enough to figure out a plan to take him down, right? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Killmonger is very capable. So, I mean, I'm surprised, first of all, that he's not aware that Shuri's onto him. Mm -hmm. I mean, they kind of showed it when he talked about the drones coming into the, into Wakanda and then his plan worked like they deactivated and she was like, you were right. Mm -hmm. But we know, Hey, Kevin Feige said it. Shuri's the smartest person in the MCU. So obviously she's going to figure this out. Yeah. Uh, and I just, yeah. So who knows how it's going to go? I look, I haven't seen the mid season trailer or whatever, because I'm trying to stay, stay as surprised as possible. But I think we're going to see them again. I, I heard rumblings that they pop up. So I don't know if we're getting like a two-hour season finale or something where this all wraps up. But also, isn't there shots of of uh, Killmonger's Black Panther fighting alongside the other heroes? So there's a there's a, there's a shot of a Black Panther, and it's, it's, isn't it's, it the gold? No, it's oh, never. We don't know. Okay, it's, okay, it hasn't been confirmed, and I might be wrong. No, um, I don't know. So, I was, so yeah. there's a shot in the trailer where we see Gamora, Party Thor, and Peggy Carter standing to and and uh, T'Challa Star Lord standing together. Um, and in the back corner, you can see a Black Panther. So that's I don't know be if it's his Black Panther to see Star Lord T'Challa. And another yeah. Black Panther. So yeah. it's either Killmonger or it's another T'Challa. That is going to be interesting. But I think, look, that, you know, we can, based on those trailers and stuff we've seen, we can speculate. But if I'm just going based off this episode, uh, I don't know. Because, man, I think he, I, I think T'Challa, or Kill, Eric is going to pretend being a hero, mm -hmm. to be honest. Well, now until, that he's already there, he's accomplished everything he needs to. Yeah, I think he's going to. Like, I don't think he actually is good inside, but no. he, he's going to pretend to be. Yeah. And I think, I think they got to take him. Cherry's got to take him out somehow. I think, I think the story's going to end up like what always will. Like it's, it's always that 
that time travel thing, right? Where a bad guy tries to time travel backwards to fix his mistakes, but it always ends up the same, right? The result exactly, always yeah. ends up the same. I think inside the MCU, and, and we saw actually we saw it in in Doctor Strange, the episode with, with Doctor Strange Supreme, where exactly. he kept, kept, mm -hmm. kept trying to go back to save Christine, and and her death always happened. For Killmonger, I think it's always going to happen to where they find out what his plan is and that he's actually there to do bad rather than good. And no matter what happens, I think that's always going to be the case, but it's always going to be a different route together this time. Or in Black Panther, it was T'Challa basically dying and coming back to life. Yeah. In this universe, it's going to be Shuri making plans on the outside and rooting from the inside. And who knows what's in another universe, but... It's going to be interesting if he is that Black Panther that we see in the shot with the multiple. They're called the uh, they're called the Guardians of the Multiverse. That's what they're called. And if he is in fact a Guardian of the Multiverse, why? First of all, and two, how does that end up? Like, what happens to the Star Lord T'Challa finding you out know, that he killed T'Challa? You know what? That makes me think because there's no way. First of all, that you know. That they're gonna that the Star Lord T'Challa is not is gonna see that and be like, wait, what? And figure and be cool with it, you know. But also, I just don't see Eric interacting with another version of T'Challa and just pretending like nothing went went wrong. So there's a possibility. And look, I don't, I haven't seen the footage of that the other Black Panther in the corner of the fight in New York or whatever. Or, it, is it are they in New York in that shot? It's like no? a rubbled city. I don't know where. Yeah, so it's yeah. but it's very similar to the Avenger first Avengers yeah. shot. So what if they Pepper and Shuri take out Eric and Shuri takes up the Black Panther man? That's I Black Panther but she's also yeah. young, like she's also super. I know. Young. I wish they would have had like um maybe like Mbaku or what's his name? Uh Wakabi or something in the episode. So like maybe we can see maybe Shiri takes out Eric and then, and when I say take out, I mean like bring him down. Like, I don't mean kill him. I just mean like, you know, reveal him for what he is, maybe arrest him, whatever. But maybe like somebody else takes over the black or we saw uh, T'Challa's mother as like the head of the Dormilaje or the Dude, head of the military. She's a badass. So and that was really cool to see that. I think it's, her name's Ramona or something. Uh, yeah, he, or Ramonda. Ramonda. Queen Ramonda. And so what if, She's like, hey, I'm gonna put on the suit and go fight. Well, you know, so, that who knows? so leading off that, so in in Black Panther the movie, uh, Okoye is obviously the leader of the Dora Milaje, and when Nakia yeah. comes to her and says, "Hey, we have we have to run, like we can't work for Killmonger," she says, mm -hmm. "I'm loyal to the throne, not who's sitting on That's it." A good point. At yeah. this moment in time, Black Panther's mother is the leader of the Dora Milaje. What if we see Okoye mm -hmm. take up the Black Panther mantle? See, honestly. All options considered, she might even be the best option to to do it. Because we haven't seen that, we haven't seen Nakia in any Black Panther footage so far for What If, and so and yeah. she was a fighter. But now that Okoye is not the leader of the Dory Milaje, she it kind of would make sense. Like I know they try to keep it in the family, right? Like with Shuri mm -hmm. would obviously be the next choice. But if worst comes to worst, like last result, Okoye is a really good option. I think in this what if season and in the real timeline, we could see a situation where like maybe they're look, Shuri, you're the next in line. You you have to be Black Panther. And she's gonna say, I'm not a like 
that's not what I'm supposed to I'm not to. a I'm not warrior, warrior or something. I'm not a fighter. Yeah. yeah. And she gives it to Okoye or something. I, I could totally see that. I think I Okoye inside the actual MCU to the prime timeline. Uh, is it called the prime timeline? What's it called? Uh, um, the sacred timeline. Sacred timeline. Prime yes. timeline, sacred time, whatever. Yeah, same um, I think uh, I think Okoye would actually be a really, really good choice. I don't know what obviously the state of Okana is like in the real MCU timeline, the sacred timeline, but she'd be a really good option to take well, over. If I think about it, the the ruler doesn't have to be Black Panther mm -hmm. because T'Chaka passed the mantle of Black Panther to T'Challa while he was still king. Yeah, yeah, he was a prince. He was just a, a, the yeah. son of the king. So that, that would make sense. Like, it, it's possible, at least, I mean, maybe not somebody outside the family, but we know somebody who's not the ruler can be Black Panther. Absolutely. Um, all right, flip side of this, the U.S. and the drone side of this was really cool to see. Yeah. Um, and and they found out what Wakanda really is earlier on than we did inside the, the sacred timeline. Um, and we see it happen early, early on, and they go to war. It's obviously, like you mentioned, Jacob, it, it kind of is setting up for it down the line to possibly see a Wakanda versus U.S. situation happening. Um, what did you think about the whole drone storyline? It was kind of like a play off of Iron Man 2, yeah. but with uh, Vibranium and using that to kickstart it all. Uh, did you like that aspect or would you have rather seen something different? Um, it, it was something that neither bothered me or that I liked too much because we've seen this before. We've seen yeah. the drone thing before a, a million times. And even we saw it in times. What, Iron Man 2 and Age of Ultron technically, right? With yeah, if you consider the robots, that yeah. they basically are, you know, yeah. drones or droids, whatever. And I, yeah, so it made sense for the episode. What else were they going to do, right? You, yeah. you had it, Killmonger went to MIT. He had this design. He used Tony Stark in order to get it made. All this stuff, right? Like, it made sense for the episode, but it wasn't a standout to me, like, in a positive way. Yeah, I agree. I, I think they served their purpose. Um, yeah. They they were obviously very uh, weaponized, and they were a strong, strong foe to defeat, as it showed in the episode, they were always going to be at Killmonger's, you know, fingertips. They were always going to be controlled by him no matter what, because he designed them. Why not put like a little trickery in there to yeah. make sure they, they work for him? Um, I think it'll be the last time we see them. I hope anyway. Uh, and yeah, I don't I know what so. happens to the U.S. because, you know, later on, they they heavily rely on the Avengers for stuff. And True. as we saw in the episode, when Tony died, they went through that montage. The Avengers don't happen. Like, mm -hmm. because Tony was kind of like the one that started it all, right? He was the first choice. That's how it all fell into place. We saw the shot of that New York battle where they were in that group and that disappeared because Tony's no longer in the universe. So where does that leave and in the I U.S.? I wonder, like, so obviously Nick Fury is a huge part of bringing the Avengers together. And we got to remember, everything in this universe is different yeah. or can't could be different. So maybe... It's very possible that Nick Fury doesn't even exist in this timeline very true. or that he died a long time ago in battle or that he became a villain or something. You know, he could be a totally different character in, in this timeline. So if we're like, wait a minute, Nick Fury would never let this happen. Maybe he wasn't there. So I, I think that's yeah, that's a good point. And I I love that they're highlighting, even though they keep killing Tony Stark, they're <laughs> highlighting the um, importance of him that like without him. None of this stuff falls into place that was supposed to in, in the sacred timeline. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. If it all is all connecting, um, 
I'm very interested in where it goes and how this specific story kind of weaves its way in um, because it's, a, it's, it's the one that's the most outside, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. in a secluded country that is hidden uh, that nobody knew about for a very, very long time. And uh, now there's essentially a villain who is leading the war party. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens and what kind of, and, I'm now I'm I'm really starting to think if Killmonger is that Black Panther that gets together with the the Guardians yeah, of the Multiverse. Dude, I, like, like I, I can't wait if we get to see him and T'Challa interact. That's going to be crazy. And we talked about this with the Peggy Carter episode, but or the Captain Carter episode. I think we're going to see some of these variants in the in the so do I in in live action. So do I. I, I really do. And whether it's Captain Carter, it's very possible that we see this killmonger in the mcu in live action i i agree and i think that he's definitely one of the more likely candidates just because one it's michael b jordan he's talked mm -hmm. about multiple times how he would really love to come back um and i mean why would you not want to continue a character that many consider to be a top five even top three mcu villain I mean, yeah but they what they can't do i don't think he's redeemable at all this this killmonger i agree they I cannot agree. make him good he has to be bad like even if he works with the heroes to like help out because he like whatever he doesn't want earth to get destroyed right yeah. so he's still bad though they have to keep him bad i agree i agree yeah. um all right well that's gonna wrap up this week's talk on what if episode six what if killmonger rescued tony stark uh, a little preview for next week everybody we'll be back uh day not 100 sure it's going to be thursday or friday uh but it is going to be the party thor episode uh party thor episode is coming our way next week uh we only have three left and the three left at the moment are the ultron apocalypse uh party thor and there was said there is one more about tony stark but i don't know if that's actually the case or not um hmm. they've been keeping them pretty quiet but yeah next week is gonna be party thor which is gonna be a lot of fun to see uh, see what Chris Hemsworth's Thor is all up to on Earth. Uh, I thought Thor was so. always a partier. I, apparently, it's an extra partier. So okay. Um, okay. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up uh, Marvel Rewind for this week, everybody. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Everyone watching live, love you guys. Uh, everyone watching the replay, thank you so much for tuning in. If uh, you like this video, hit that thumbs up button. Really, really helps us here on Apocalypse get seen a little bit more. And if you want to see more from us, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, doing all kinds of cool things here, including our main show every single week, Apocalypse Now, on Tuesdays at 7 o'clock Pacific, right here on this channel. So for Jacob and myself, thank you again for joining us, and we'll catch you guys next week.